The way I've heard it used, the word celebrity almost always comes with some tinge of disdain. In fact, I was recently interviewing a band about their relatively wild public success, and I used the word celebrity to ask a question about how it felt to have the kind of influence they'd garnered. (laughs) Boy, oh boy, did they distance themselves from that word. They wanted nothing to do with it, not one bit. The next few minutes featured phrases like, we're not celebrities, and I really don't think that word describes what we do. We're just flat out at one point, I don't like that word. The lead singer of the band went on to very clearly state that they were just normal people with normal lives who make music. That the celebrity aspect of things caused a gap between them and their audience that they did not want. He said, we go through all the same things y'all go through. I do understand that. I also resonate with it. At the same time, and you could feel this part coming, I struggle with making simple what I think is a slightly more nuanced reality. See, just about three hours after I wrapped that interview with them, that band got on stage and used microphones that amplified their voices over hundreds of feet from the smoke and light-drenched stage they were standing on. A stage that was eight feet off the ground, literally holding them up above the people who had paid to see them. See, I don't actually have a problem with that band being on stage with lights and smoke and that people paid to see them. I think all that makes sense because they've committed to their artwork and it's connected with people and made a difference. Which makes me wonder. I wonder if the actual moral dilemma that good-hearted people have with the word or the concept of celebrity is that it's a way to talk about power. I wonder if it's the power we're sometimes afraid of having, or at least the power we're afraid that other people see us have. I remember being pointed towards James Baldwin's work by black activist friends here in the Bay Area and being pretty surprised to find clip after clip of him on television programs in the late 1960s. And not just appearances on PBS programs, but on celebrity-heavy programs like The Dick Cavett Show, which preceded The Johnny Carson Show, which set the tone for Jay Leno, David Letterman, and pretty much any late-night show you and I have ever seen. Part of why I found it surprising is not only because Baldwin was a black man in the 1960s, but that he was also gay, and publicly so. In each of his TV appearances, James Baldwin is confident and clear, resolved, unshakable, even in the face of, at times, direct challenges to his philosophy, his intellect, and, as a gay black man, his right to even exist. He wielded the power of the position he was handed by PBS or Dick Cavett without a hint of the hesitation I saw and heard in the band I'd mentioned earlier. And I won't pretend to know Baldwin's mind here, but I do wonder a few things. I wonder if he found the work he was up to vital enough that he was willing to bypass the emotional crisis his opportunities presented. And or, I wonder if he simply wanted the power of the positions he was granted because he trusted himself to wield it well. Which is to say, I wonder if he didn't worry much at all about being a celebrity or being seen as a celebrity because he knew what he was up to, knew what was important, and knew he'd do it wisely lovingly, and well. Before that band I was talking with left the stage from our interview, several audience members asked questions about their lives and their practices. Those audience members were looking for inspiration or help or clarity about their own lives and their own practices. 
A few even shared about the ways that that band's work had deeply changed a moment or even whole seasons of life. The way I saw it, while this band didn't like the word celebrity, they'd been wielding the very specific power that word describes well enough to make that room of people feel loved, and probably many rooms just like it. I think it's unavoidable that some people just get lifted up above others for one reason or another. I think that's our nature. Sometimes it's because they're cute and funny. Sometimes it's because they paid their way to get there. And sometimes it's because they're simply so good at what they do that they should not and cannot be ignored by the masses. The real question becomes then, the same question anyone has to answer when offered power in another person's life. What will you do with the power that position offers you? I wonder if saying, I don't want it, is an expression of fear rather than humility. I wonder if pretending you're a normal person and just like everyone else, when you're handed a microphone and given access to the consciousnesses, to the wills, the emotions of hundreds or thousands or even millions of people is a quiet way to excuse yourself from the responsibility of the position you've either earned or been handed. See, when it comes to the power of celebrity, I get that it can be a terrifying thing. But insofar as it's a cultural and anthropological reality, I don't think you have to not want that power in order to be responsible with it.